global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by American Arbitration Association International Trade or Business Dispute Resolve Faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Biogen will spin off its hemophilia drugs business into a new publicly traded company, leaving it free to focus on neurological diseases like multiple sclerosis and Alzheimer's disease. The spinoff has been approved by the board and should be completed by the end of 2016 or by early 2016. 17. The dollar is slumping to its weakest level in 18 months against the yen. Stocks are declining while treasuries rise as evidence of limp economic growth around the world permeates through global financial markets. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures down 15 points. Dow E-mini futures down 120. NASDAQ E-mini futures down 31. The DAX in Germany is down 1.9 percent. Ten-year treasury up 17.30 seconds. The yield 1.81 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.7 5%. NYMEX crude oil down 9 tenths percent or 41 cents to 44.37 a barrel. COMEX gold up 2 tenths percent or $1.90 to 12.9760 an ounce. The euro $1.1574, the yen 105.77. Pfizer up more than 2%. It reported first quarter earnings that beat analyst estimates on strong sales from its innovative drug division, which could become its own separate company if managers decide later this year to break up the business. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Uh, thank you so much, Karen. Greatly appreciate that. The Yankees are in last place. No one cares. The Red Sox are in first place. No one cares. Mike, if you take the carriage out of London and you move north to the land of Def Leppard, Sheffield, (laughs) on the way is a small town just to the right off the road, A1 or whatever it's called. It's it's Leicester, and that's where our story begins. One of the worst football teams in England for many, many years. Uh, they they made the Premier League for the first time in 10 years last year and uh, barely avoided relegation, by w- winning streak at the end of the year. And then this year came into uh, league play at 5,000 to 1 odds. 25 people bet a total of $243 on Leicester actually winning. One of them was not John Micklethwaite, <laughs> who had festooned his office at The Economist with his losing bets on Lester for years. And this year, because he was kind enough to come to work for us, forgot to place a bet. You would be, you, we would be taking us all out for drinks, I guarantee you. I, I would be a hundred thousand pounds richer. <laughs> but I'm still very, insane. very happy. Yeah, I, I've never ever heard Lester being introduced in, and there are many people who've been very rude about Lester, but I've never heard of them being introduced as a, a way, a spot on the way to Sheffield <laughs> and Def Leppard. But, it is, it is almost unimaginable to think about what 5,000 to 1 odds mean. Uh, you know, um, oh, it's amazing. If you look at, look at the odds, you can, you can take a bet on Bono being Pope. And I have that down in my Bloomberg View piece as being 5,000 to 1. Some people say that's only 1,000 to 1. Um, you look at any kind of American sports bet, it's not even remotely close. Um, Tom, if, you remember the Miracle Mets of 1969? They were only 500 to 1. And that's the same with Ten the, Phillies, times the worse. Phillies and the well, Colorado Rockies at the beginning of John, this year. John, how do they do this? I mean, they, do they have another rich Arab to help out like some of the no, teams? No, they have a rich and obviously a very wonderful um, Thai gentleman who owns the duty-free um, shops at the airport, and and they've been great. But the the looking at it, I think it's a mixture, or looking at it as dispassionately as I possibly can, it's a mixture between two things. There's a sort of degree of luck, 
in the fact that all the big four teams who normally win in England, um, or big mm. five if you include Liverpool, all of them had pretty bad seasons. Uh, Leicester were lucky in terms of injuries and until right the end when they had a couple of players sent off and, and, and pushed out of selection. They were pretty lucky in being able to run the same team and that was good. But the other thing I think is the degree of, I suppose, money ball in, in American parlance. What happened with Leicester was that they very cannily really studied statistics and they bought these players stunningly cheaply. Yeah. They bought Jamie Vardy, their, their but their main goal scorer, they bought for a million pounds, which is just nothing. Um, nothing in mm-hmm. obviously nothing in the terms of Bloomberg Radio either. But nothing, <laughs> nothing well, in the terms Tom's, of Tom Sally. We bought Tom for about that. <laughs> yes, yes, it's like buying Tom Keane for, for for peanuts. But that was that was the first thing. But then beyond that, there was a guy called Riyad Mahrez who was playing in the second division in 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 in, mm-hmm. in France. He happened to have a very high rate of being able to tackle, run past people. There's a guy called N'Golo Kante, who was actually in France, technically, if you looked at the statistics, the guy who was best at tackling and intercepting for two years, but still they only got him for five million. And they built this team out of, out of people who they'd spotted were very good at things. And they yeah. bought defenders, often, often <coughs> for nothing, who were just mm. very good at defending. Mm. But they, I mean, obviously there was a bit of luck in it as well, and they occasionally got it wrong. But they managed to do it spectacularly well. And the other thing they did very well was, I suppose, the science of thinking really hard about how you use those players. So they developed a kind of counter-attacking style, which is completely different, really, to the way that many football teams play. If you watch Barcelona or Arsenal, they just hang on the ball, hang on to the ball, or you never get it. Leicester very regularly only get 30% of the ball. That's what happened uh, the weekend before last. They still won 44 nil. Because what they do is they hit teams amazingly quickly on the counterattack. Jargon alert, surveillance jargon alert. Nil, I believe, means zero. Mike, <laughs> pick it up, please. <laughs> As you can tell, John, uh, Tom is not exactly a football fan. He, he has to learn. I will take Tom Keane to football game. That will be one oh, of the most. God. He will. He will relish. He will relish the somewhat get HR. The somewhat earthy wit. It well, is. let's get him. Let's, let's get. Let's get him a ticket to uh, Millwall West Ham. We were talking think, about yes, this or other oh, things. That, uh, that would be the sort of sucking up. That would be the sort of violence where Tom, Tom Keane will be extremely happy. It would be Millwall, useful to have somebody as large as Tom with your <laughs> Millwall had a Millwall had what might be described as a Tom Keane chant, which is mm-hmm. you don't uh, you don't like us, Can, we don't care. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you an important question. How is this transfixed the United Kingdom? They're a little distracted yeah. with a thing called Brexit. Like, let me ask the blunt question. Does the Queen watch the game? I think she probably would. She loves horse racing. That's what she does. I don't think she's entirely enamored of football. I think there was a rumor does, that does she Princess supported... Does Princess Anne go and wave? No, various members of the royal family have at different times, I think, supported... Uh, there have been claims that the Queen supports Arsenal. Prince William um, uh, supports Aston Villa, who sadly um, uh, were relegated. First time in 28 years. Exactly. Much supported by um, one of the tragic facts about Bloomberg is myself and somebody called Chris Collins, um, who supports Aston Villa, have sat there for a long time arguing about the merits of two somewhat shabby Midlands football teams. <laughs> yeah. And he's got relegated and Leicester won. And, and so. Leicester won. So, so you win in the long run. But to Tom's point, does this feel-good story affect the mood of the I electorate think, I think, in I think, I think it will. In a tiny way, it will. I think what's interesting about the Leicester story is Britain loves football. Every single football supporter in England, other than those who support Tottenham, who were the team in second place, yeah. have been utterly transfixed. If you saw my email box, you, you got it from people 
around the world. Pe- people are utterly staggered that this team could pull this off because they were yeah. a bunch of kind of rejects. We are, John Michael, we are the hockey channel, and Mike and I know how someone like Bobby Orr transfixed and changed ice hockey, and there's other sports in the moment. How will they change the entire Premier League, which frankly is the only thing I watch in football. It's the only league I have any interest in. Well, the one, it, in some ways, it, it takes the, um, the Premier League's best thing, the fact that it does have more competition than the other big leagues. In Spain, is very dominated. I know Atletico Madrid are doing well at the moment, but it is very dominated by Barcelona and Real Madrid. Italy, Juventus have won it quite a lot on, on the run. And you've got the big Milan clubs, and that's it. The interesting thing about the Premier League is that there's always surprises coming at you. Mm-hmm. But, but Leicester is a surprise completely out of nowhere. That you know, this time last year, people like me, I was still, I think, praying that they would avoid relegation, <laughs> and they and they and they did, following an amazing sort of last minute escape. But I also was pretty convinced that miracles would not happen twice. Well, there is a. a, a a big change coming to the Premier League now with the, the very large new television contract that they've signed. And there are some who say this is going to help the big clubs even more and that those who are now in uh, the Championship League, uh, the, you know, the division below, aren't going to be able to move up very easily because they don't get that. That's possible. And somebody called Simon Kennedy from Bloomberg Newsroom in London is listening. Who's always watching Nottingham Forest. That will be a thing of pleasure to the to the Leicester fans. But the, <laughs> in, in in general, I think that it's a bad thing. Um, in that way, what was good about being able to come up from the Championship and still win the Premier League is actually really quite a good thing. The, the place where the money really makes a difference is Europe. Um, the, the money you can get from the Champions League is very large, and one of the things that Leicester mm-hmm. have done this year is by getting into the top four clubs, they have qualified for the Champions League, and that guarantees right. them at least six. <laughs> at least We've six. Just <laughs> before 30, they get knocked out. 30 <laughs> seconds yet. Have you, have you ever games. gone to a Man U Leicester Football game I with Jim O'Neill? This is, this is, this, no, I haven't. The great tragedy of my life is that because I loyally went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner last night, I avoided the opportunity to go with a, with a childhood friend to go and watch Man United Leicester, which, as he pointed out, he's always supported Man United. It was probably going to be yeah. the one time when <laughs> Leicester stood a chance of winning. Very, I saw him and, and Helen Murren locked in deep conversation <laughs> at the after party. It was probably over Lester Manu and the rest of it. John Mickleton is editor-in-chief of Bloomberg, and we thank him for... And we congratulate uh, him. And, and, Many years of loyal yeah. uh, support uh, rewarded. To our American even audience... Not, coast, even if not financially yeah, rewarded. In the American audience, their heads are spinning right now. They're going, why are these guys talking about English Because it's, it's the most amazing sporting yeah. story we're move yeah. for, for years. We're going to move from that right it. now to Australia. Clearly the news of the day with Euro stronger, 115-69. We're going to talk Australian rules football? We're going to go Australian rules football in the West or rugby league in the East. Right now, though, uh, as we look to another hour of Bloomberg surveillance, we need some Australian assistance. <laughs>